Hey, yeah, it's May 2nd. I tried to do a podcast May 1st and I just wasn't feeling it. Yesterday, uh, Monday, May 1st, eh, it was just tough, man. After having the closest thing to a week off that I've ever had. Well, not ever had. <laughs> the closest thing to a week off that I've had in a year. Uh, if you're a little long-time listener, if you were listening a year ago, uh, I took the week off last April, the kids' uh, spring break, and I had the worst fucking week ever. It was just, I was more stressed out than if I had just worked that week. It was terrible. I couldn't, even at the beginning, you know, sometimes you go on a vacation and like, even if you are stressed out, like you, the first couple of days, it's kind of like, ah, the, the, the whole vacation's still in front of me. There's still... Hey, we're not even close. I don't even have to think about work or anything like that. You know, and then you get to, if you're like me, you get to about Wednesday and you're like, oh my God, it's all about... I mean, even when I was a little kid going to Myrtle Beach, I remember waking up a Wednesday, Wednesday, not, not Friday or Saturday when it's like, not Sunday when it's like, oh no, that's the end. Wednesday, when there is still all of Wednesday, all of Thursday, all of Friday, <laughs> and then the weekend, and I woke up on Wednesday, a little kid, I woke up, like, absolutely sick to my stomach that the vacation was already halfway, we're, we're already halfway through the week, we're already at hump day, uh, which, yeah, that's, uh, I just, I'm just, I'm just coming from my annual physical, and last year's physical was, uh, was a game changer, because I got, you know, got the medication that I, that, so badly had needed for, let's be honest, years, decades, meds that I probably should have been on a long, 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 long time ago. Uh, better late than never, I suppose. But I also think about how much fucking, uh, just uh, how much uh, horror I put myself through, stress and anxiety, uh, all those years, all those decades, not being on uh, any kind of medication. Because what I do is I I I I'm a I'm a self down player, so whatever whatever I'm going through, I think oh it can't, you know you like for all my all my life I hear people talk about like depression and anxiety and all these things and I and I think like oh no that's not me, I just get really 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 sad to the point of where like I don't even know what to do with myself and I don't want to leave the house and I want to crawl into the bed and die and. Uh, and sometimes literally die, although the, since the medication, that hasn't been the case at all, which is great. But I always think like, oh yeah, you know, I would get migraines and be like, I don't think these are migraines. People talk about my, cause I would always look at like the worst possible case and say, well, I don't have that. So I can't, you know, people will say like, oh yeah, my migraines are so bad that it hurts to breathe. It hurts to move. And even if I lie in bed, like just opening my eyes hurts, closing my eyes, all that stuff. And I'd be like, oh yeah, I get that too. But they're just really bad headaches. I'm sure that the pain that I feel that is like nauseating pain that makes me want to throw up. And I, you know, I will break down and cry because it hurts so badly just at random. But it's not a migraine because the migraines they say are really, really bad. And this this is really, really bad. It's like, it's, but I can, I can work through it. I can just push through it. 
I remember being a kid in gym class, and we had some dickhead substitute teacher. And we were outside. It was a nice day, and we're outside, and we're doing, uh, you know, he had us doing calisthenics and uh, doing all these stretches, and then we were doing squat thrusts, and we were doing push-ups. Basically, all of the things that if you have a migraine, you just absolutely, you want to, you want to die. And, you know, your head, stuff that's like making the blood go up and down, and you're bouncing up and down, and it's rattling things, and it's just awful. It's just awful. And I remember he had us doing, I don't know if it was squat throw, I think it was just it was literally just, oh yeah, bend down and touch your toes, um, but don't bend your knees. And I did it once and I felt like I was, I really thought I'm going to throw up. Like my head is in such pain right now that I'm going to throw up. At least we're outside, so I'm going to throw up in the grass, but I'm going to throw up. And if I have to bend straight, if I have to do another one of these toe touch things without bending, I'm going to fucking, I am going to die. I might die. <laughs> and I remember doing, I just, I bent my knees. I just squatted down because looking, looking straight down was like, it made all the blood rush to the front of my head. And it was like blinding pain, excruciatingly blinding pain and, a, and like vomit inducing just awfulness. And the fucking dipshit fucking asshole with his fucking striped socks pulled up to his knees like a fucking prick. He's like, you, you back there. I said, don't bend the knees. And I said, I feel sick. He's like, you touch your toes. I have fucking pieces of shit that we had fucking teaching us. You wonder why I hated elementary school so much. Every fucking teacher I had was a scumbag. Not everyone, but you know, it was just, they weren't all scumbags. It was really just second grade was really the scumbag. Um, I guess that's really the only scumbag, <laughs> but, uh, it was just, uh, oh, I, 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 have, I do not look back at those times with, uh, with any sense of fondness or, I mean, I look back at like being a kid, you know, playing with my friends and having sleepovers and video games and toys and transformers and going to the movies and all that shit. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but I don't look back. I, yeah, I don't, uh, just generally speaking. Oh, and I, I think of like the, I think of like the sickness that I would feel uh, like Sunday morning, waking up on a Sunday morning where you, you still have a whole day ahead of you. And I would just wake up and just feel like, oh, God damn it, Sunday. And just feeling, yeah, just feeling sick. I don't know, I'd be, I'd be like, I'd be lying in bed crying because it was Sunday. And you just think like, oh, I'm just a fucking weirdo. That's all. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just some fucking uh, freak. And you realize like, oh, I have had, uh, yeah, I've had severe anxiety and depression since I was like five or six. And <laughs> yeah, and I did nothing to... I mean, the stuff that I did, you know, if I had, if I had times of like, not as much of that stuff, it just was because I probably was, um, you know, doing, doing things that were good for my body and good for my health and, you know, eating right and exercising and which I try to do regularly as it is. But, you know, that's, 
doesn't uh, that doesn't fix everything. And as I was just talking to the doctor just now, if you have if you're somebody who's just born with anxiety and who has you know deep rooted depression and stress and anxiety and all that stuff, it ain't going away ever. You're not you're not just going to lose it. I mean, you know, barring some like some unforeseen, uh, not going to happen kind of change in the scenario, I guess that might be the only, you know, if I just suddenly, if I, if I just suddenly fall into like tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions, like you don't have to work. Your kids don't have to work. Their kids and their kids, kids do not have to work if they choose not to, because even if you fucking squander <laughs> a but you 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 just you you're just generational wealth. If something like that happened, that's that's like the end. But it still isn't. It still isn't. I guarantee you. Because you know what? I would. Uh, I'd still be terrified that something would happen. That it would be stolen. That I would be ripped off. That uh, my ba- it's just some terrible thing that is even less likely than me falling into a large sum of money uh, sometime today, even less likely is all of the terrible things that could happen. But I still think of those things as like, I think of the worst case scenario and I think, oh, that's that's what's going to happen. And the only time I don't think the worst case scenario is going to happen is when the worst case scenario is actually happening. And I think, oh, everybody else has it way worse than I do. Yeah, so what? So I have stress that keeps me up at night since I was in first grade and uh, anxiety that keeps me up at night since I was in first grade and depression that has made me just like, a, you know, uh, just a fucking sad guy and then made me feel bad when I wasn't like, you know, pretending to be happy. And, you know, you got like relatives or somebody say, like, oh, you, you, you don't smile. You know how many fucking people throughout my life have told me that I don't smile enough? To add, it's because, first of all, I don't fucking want... If I don't want to smile, I'm not smiling. It doesn't mean necessarily that I'm unhappy. It doesn't mean that I am happy. It doesn't mean anything. It just means I don't fucking like to smile for the fucking sake of fucking smiling. And for my whole life, every picture... You don't... You're not smiling. You're all... You're ruining the picture. Your face is ruining this picture. And, uh... Yeah... Or just, or just a general thing. I mean, this not even childhood. I, I think I've talked about this before. My first big boy office job, and my manager, Darlene, and she was, she was fine. I didn't, I didn't dislike her. Um, I, I, I liked Darlene actually a lot. But one day I was walking back from the bathroom. And she was walking towards the bathroom and we crossed paths in the hallway and I was just walking, just walking to get back to my fucking desk. And Darlene's like, you're always scowling. You always seem so unhappy. You're always scowling at everybody. I'm like, bitch, I'm not, I'm not scowling. That's just my fucking face. Uh, I might have to turn this off. There's neighbors congregating as they do. Having a chit-chat. Oh, man. I just need to get inside. Just need to get inside the garage. 
and get inside the house without coming out of the garage so that nobody fucking sees me, nobody fucking talks to me. I just, I can't, I, I've got a very uh, limited supply of small talk and it is, it's, it's running out very fast. Let me just close the door while I'm inside. There we go. See, that's perfect. I just closed the door from inside the car. Wonderful. Oh man. So anyway, uh, yeah, but yeah, this, this Darlene, this manager, I remember coming back from the bathroom and she's like, it wasn't even just like, ah, you should smile more which is still shitty, but it was like she was actually critiquing my face and telling me that I scowl too much. Like, oh, I didn't get the memo that says that I'm here to put on a, a production that pleases you and only you. And by you, I mean the outside fucking world. Well, go fuck yourself. Um... So yeah, <laughs> it's just been my whole life because I'm just, I'm not a fucking smiler. If you see me smiling, if you see me smiling, it probably means that I'm at work because I'm pretending, uh, I'm pretending to, that somebody's shitty joke wasn't shitty and it was funny and ah, ha, 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 good one, ha, ha, um, or it's a legit smile because I'm happy because I'm laughing because I feel good before, you know, whatever. Oh my God. Look at all these fucking neighbors outside the fucking house. What the fuck is going on? What is this? Every, everybody. They're just out there fucking. Ah, oh, there's the guy. Oh my God. They are. They like to walk in this neighborhood. I can tell you that they are a big group of walkers. And they all have to walk right past, right past the old uh, Casa Day birthday boy. <laughs> I wonder if they, you know, and that's the sad part. They don't even know. They have a they have a legendary podcasting host right here, right in your own neighborhood, right in your own backyard, and they don't even know. <laughs> they don't even know how lucky they are. <laughs> uh, see, I'm smiling. I'm making myself laugh. That's usually, usually the person who makes me laugh the most is me. And then everybody else I hold to, a, a, you know, the same standard and, and they fail me every time. No, they don't. That's not true. Uh, well, it is true for a lot of people. Um, you know, especially the, you know, doing the small talk and all that shit. Oh. <sighs> Speaking of which, I met, I met uh, some neighbors a couple weeks ago. Very, very, very nice people. Very lovely people. And uh, she was an ultra... She said she was a part-time ultrasound technician. And you know what I said? I said, oh, that must be a feel-good job. And as I said it, I because I, you know, I'm so awkward and I'm so nervous and I'm so, like... I'm self-analyzing and I'm just analyzing the whole situation and I'm 
trying to envision like I wonder how much these people just hate being in my presence right now which is you know that's how it is with like any interaction anyway uh so all my all my conversation and, and when it's like when you're the new guy whether it's a new neighborhood a new town a new office a new whatever when you're just like the new guy <laughs> It's, I just, you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself. I want to put my best foot forward. And then what I do, the problem with that is I give them something that doesn't exist. I give them a version of me that's like, oh, wow, that's, what a, what a, what an interesting and exciting fellow to be around. And then, you know, and then when you really get to know the real me, there's none of that. I am the most, I I might be the most boring human on the planet in 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 actual reality <laughs> like the stuff that nobody see like what do you what do you do on a day where you just have like oh i do nothing i do absolutely fucking nothing i have no i have no real interests i have no real hobbies tv and video games that's pretty much it it always has been it always will be TV, movies, music, video games. Uh, yeah, I mean, watch not playing sports, but watching sports. Um, yeah, I, I just I have no like, you know. There's people who are in all these different ag groups and activity. I remember when I lived in Charlotte, North Carolina, and my uh, my good pal uh, Albert, who I worked with such a great dude and uh he would you know he'd come by my desk or i'd go by his desk and we'd have a little chit chat and he was he was one of the he was just a guy that i i love talking to because there was no there was no bullshit with him like it was just it was just a such a nice pleasant conversation it really always was and it was oftentimes about basketball it was about the hornets game from the night before it was you know, whatever, and, and any any number of things, um, and he, I he would come in during I don't know fall I guess it was fall spring, uh, and be like oh yeah I've got a got a football game tonight you're like what what are you you're like a coach no 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 I'm playing and he's like ten years older than me, um. And I was like, playing football? What was what, what? It's like, yeah, I'm just, it's a social league. And I'm like, social league? Like, it's just, oh, like, so you and your buddies from like high school or college or something? Like, no, no, no. You just, it's a, you know, just people, you know, you, you sign up and they put you on a team and you, you know, it's just people that you meet by being on the team. And I said, what i said so people that you don't know at all and you're just going on you're they're just putting you on a team and you're playing football with them i like i just oh my god like my fucking my stomach dropped into my fucking feet just thinking about if i had to be in that scenario i wouldn't sleep if i signed up for a football league that didn't start for three months I wouldn't sleep for three months. 
Because all I would be thinking about is all of the ways that I am going to let down those people, whether it's on the field, whether it's socially, with like my anecdotes aren't going to be good enough, my small talk's not going to be sufficient enough, like all of the things, you know, it's like, oh my God, that's, you know, one quick meeting is great because I can give them the phony me and I'm smiling and I'm like a fun time guy and then... But like, oh my gosh, we have to go back every week or a couple times a week and they're really going to get to know me and they're going to just see like what a fucking dud I am. And then I'm going to go out in the football field and I'm going to like drop every pass and I'm going to fucking stink and they're going to kick me off the team. And now it's a little bit different because Albert uh, probably played football like in high school and, you know, has some athletic ability, whereas I have zero athletic ability. And I, <laughs> I, I don't want to get into a whole like autism thing, but it's just one of those where you do some research. And yes, I know that Google is not your friend. Google is not the doctor. Google is not making these kind of assessments that only a medical professional should be making. And I'm also not saying that I am autistic. I'm saying that I believe that every single human being on the planet is on the spectrum. It's just that we all fall in different places on the spectrum. Some fall way high on the spectrum, way on the one end, where it's like, yeah, like incapable of functioning in society, autism. There's those. And then there's like traits, but you can have relationships. You can be social. You can hold a job. You can complete school. You can, you know, what, whatever. Um, but I, <laughs> I look at just my complete lack of, uh, coordination and athletic ability. And I say, it's, it's not even, you know, there's some people who are just so athletically gifted that they could, they could show up on a, uh, on a driving range, having never touched a golf club or a golf ball. And they could just instantly like after the first shot or maybe the second or third shot, they just have it because they're athletically just, they have a natural ability to, you know, to, ha- you know, they have that coordination and those motor skills and the, and all that stuff. And then there's people like me who can play golf for several years and then try out for the golf team, the first ever golf team at my school. Uh, high school back in 1995 and uh yeah not even come close to making the team whereas i you know i'm sitting there thinking like i'm a pretty good golfer i can i can hold my own out there and then uh and then you get up there with like some of the other guys and and it's like people who are play other sports and i don't play any other sports uh except for the ones where you don't need to see a ball like swimming that was my wrestling. The ones where there's no balls, there's no stick that you're swinging at, there's none of that shit. Just, just uh, you know, you kicking and flapping your arms and legs in the water or uh, me with zero, zero wrestling ability. I was the captain of the wrestling team. We were undefeated. I won... Most uh, 92% of my matches, probably I won, and it was had nothing to do with skill, 
just pure like I would just be stronger than the other guy. And I would I would start I would just go to the same move every time because I also didn't want to be out there for very long because I just wanted to go back to sitting. I wanted to go back to sitting and relaxing on a chair and watching other people wrestle and goof around with my friends on the wrestling team uh, as opposed to like being out on the on the mat and like just I, this I don't like this. This is stupid. Everybody's watching me and like you know. Uh, but it was p- like pure strength. I would just, I would just grab the person and just like force them into a cradle, the cradle position, and then stick my knee in their ribs and jam my forehead into their temple, and uh, you know try to sort of paralyze them, and then they would be pinned. And it was like, all right, that was it. That's that was over. That was easy. Now I gotta go. Now I'm done. I get to go back and just rest and hang out with my friends, and I don't have to do anything for the rest of the night. Uh, those are the kinds of sports that I, that I did, that I, I wouldn't say excelled in, but did, you know, held my own anyway. Uh, but I just, I look at these people who are just naturally gifted athletes and I say, yeah, that is so fucking like, that's so great. I don't even need to be like a naturally gifted, like good athlete, just somebody who can like who can look at a ball and properly evaluate its distance from me and the stick that I'm holding, and I can swing the stick and hit the ball in a way that's not completely idiotic. Something like that. You know, golf, baseball, football, like to just be able to like throw or catch a ball. I don't know. I just can't. Like I have none of those, none of those abilities. Like, <laughs> I, I think... Yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody ever bothered having a having a catch with me because a, I would, I never would have wanted to have a catch. It was probably it was probably offered or asked, and I said, "What? Have a catch? What? Throw a baseball back and forth for what purpose exactly? And it's just something to do." And I'm like, "It's something to do." Uh, yeah, and sitting here watching TV is something to do also. And I would much rather be doing that. I'm sure I was a dick. I'm sure my dad probably asked, like, hey, son, you want to go have a catch outside? And I was like, what? No. Um, And then he probably also took a look at me on the baseball field and said, oh, yeah, never mind. We don't need to have a catch. (laughs) I don't want to spend the whole day watching you run into the woods after the ball that went through your fucking fingers. (laughs) It went just over your glove. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god anyway i gotta go uh but yeah I, I, I i'm gonna do my best to post this i have such a backlog of podcasts going back to february march that i have not posted i don't know what is happening with me i like feel like i'm paralyzed with inability to post podcasts i don't know why but i'm gonna try to break that cycle today post this and then just post it's going to be shit that goes, you know, you're going to hear me talking about like snowstorms and all this other crap and you just, you know, whatever, just bear with me. I want so bad. If I could have my life be such that I just sit and podcast all day and make, uh, yeah. And then they just paint. Yeah. You talk about a windfall of money. Just all I want from life is to be paid tens of millions of dollars a year 
to do like a couple of hours of podcasting a day uh, anytime I feel like it. And that's it. That's all I want out of life. I don't ask much. I'm a simple man. I only want 60, 70 million dollars. I'm not greedy. 60, 70 million uh, and, a, and a podcast that, that, uh, that allows me to, to make that kind of money. All right. Got to go. We'll talk to you soon.